0: Good evening and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by the last com for all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about films. I'm your host this evening, not George Lucas. And with me as always is Drunken Yoda. So for those of you wondering why you can't see George, it's because <sighs>
1: I've still got everything screwed up from last week, so I apologize for that. I will adjust. You keep talking, George.
0: People I've, only come to see I've my also pretty got,
1: face. I've also got half of Sean's face, so <coughs> clearly we're doing well.
0: Right, so whilst Yoda fixes his technical issues, I'm glad I didn't have that, any of them this evening.
2: I sorted mine out beforehand. Um, and Sean, <laughs> how you doing, mate? I could be spring turkey hunting or watching anime VTubers, but instead I'm very excited to be talking about Star Trek or Wars, whatever, again <laughs> this week. I'm so, oh, oh, I'm so I know, excited. I know. I, I, I To be honest,
0: Yoda, it's going to be difficult keeping Sean quiet for more than five minutes so that we can get a word in edgeways because he just loves it. Um.
1: <laughs> it's, it's his favorite discussion. <clears throat>
0: Right there with it's,
1: skin and a deer. I don't know. It's a very weird dichotomy there, but you know.
0: So, I'm, can, oh, people can see me now. Hello, everyone. Oh, I actually washed my air. hair. God, yeah. Anyway, for right. A so, <laughs> for a change. First of all, let's let's just mention. Um, hey, Maddox is here. Um, Yoda's news yesterday was brilliant. I've just got to say that. I'm going to say that on camera and live for posterity. It was very, very good. Well done, Yoda. Excellent, excellent,
2: excellent effort. Thank good you. job samping for the man. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was, I'll take it all was the sipping sip
1: I could get. And, uh, <laughs> there's that uh, 20 bucks in the mail coming.
0: It was uh, no, It was very good. The simple sad was uh, was very, very good. Um, and whatnot. not? Yeah. sad. Shilo, uh, That's right. Here. I did watch it. Um, <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I didn't oh, hear it third hand from somebody. Um Judge <laughs> it well, right, so.
1: by the judge by the response. I mean, we're, we're we've gotten the most views on that thing in in this amount of time than anything in the, quite a while. I was kind of shocked. So it's hit. It's, it's the one I've done the least amount of effort on in some
0: ways <laughs> well there you go if you try too hard it's just not yeah, worth
2: that's it that's right that's the the rule of life is trying is the first step in failure so don't yeah, ever exactly. really try
0: yeah yeah exactly um yeah no I completely agree with that so this evening we are talking about yoda you said that there has been kind of a resurgence about the prequels Um, I don't know where you saw that because I haven't seen anything Um, but how where did that come up I've been well you know I go
1: down the YouTube channels you know part of it was the sad or shill piece
0: right
1: Um, okay there was there's a lot you know how Twitter is when you start showing some interest in something they start pushing suggested you know things into your feed and I'm just seeing a lot of people talking about the prequels. Now, some of them are, excuse me, clearly shills um, for the various different, I don't know, uh, sequels and Boba Fett and all that stuff, all the Disney stuff. It's really or they're throwing out the message and um, it just all gets really old. But there's a lot of people that that seem to be. Realistic, They don't seem to like the sequels, and so they're talking about how they love the prequels. So then I saw this video uh, this morning, actually, which I was like, wow, this just kind of bolsters my, my point. This guy did this whole video where he kind of dug into the Phantom Menace, and he noticed that there is a lot of um, themes of duality in it. And he's not sure where he's going with that. But if you look at it, it's like you start out with the... Midi midi-chlorians are cells that are symbionts with humans, with people, with living things, then that's how we're able to do the Force. But then earlier in there, they use that same word where uh, Obi-Wan is saying to Boss Nass in the Gungan City, um, you and the Naboo form a symbiont circle. You must understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens to you happens to the other, right? And then, st- and then he started looking deeper. He's like, wait a minute. Like, There's two Jedi. There's two Jedi. Uh, there's two queens technically, because she has the, yeah. the decoy. There's there's two, Sith. there's two Sith. There's two lightsaber blades. Yeah, and he needs two lightsaber blades, which shows that he's more prepared than that. Takes two Jedi to take him out, right? Um, always two there are. Uh, and it just it just he just started you know falling into the, the pod races. The only way to win is have
0: both engines running. All right, I I do I do think that some people have a little bit too much time on their hands <laughs> and sort of over over examine things because I I resemble I did that actually, remark. <laughs> I I did sit down and watch the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith this week because uh, I've taken the day off work on on May fourth because. That, to me, is Star Wars Day, and that, to me, is watching the original trilogy. You
2: admit that in public to people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all, right. I just wanted, all right. I just wanted to be clear on that. It's my wife's <laughs>
0: big operation on that day, but, you know, <laughs> it's Star
2: Wars Day, so it's her own tough luck. Yeah, you got <laughs> a mobile phone. You can sit in the waiting room. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that reminds me of a quick story. My friend is so cheap that when his wife started to go into labor, he made her sit in the parking lot in the hospital until it become after midnight, so he wouldn't be charged <laughs> for two days of her being in the hospital. That's a true story.
0: I can no, I understand where he's coming from. Hey man, um,
2: kids are
1: expensive. You you got to start saving
0: immediately. Yeah,
1: well, it was right, his yeah. fourth one too, so by that <laughs> so point,
2: he's learned. He probably was like, you know what? Is there any way we could just? Can you you know you think you could do this without the help of medical science? there's a great line in um,
0: the American office when Pam's pregnant and she's trying to do exactly the same thing, get in after midnight and they read these things saying about, um, that to, to cause labor, you have to um, eat spicy food. And so he says, what's the opposite of that? And Kevin says, put spicy food up her butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the opposite. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, I watched, <laughs> I watched the Phantom Menace. I watched the, the, the prequels. Now, it's interesting what you're saying about these guys sort of picking the to pieces. The sort of saying, "Oh, you know, the, there's this hidden meaning in there and everything he, else." Because- he
1: actually was like, "I never saw this before. I don't even know if I have a conclusion. I just thought it was interesting."
2: You know, <laughs> who, who, what channel was that? About? It wasn't Rob Eger, was no, it?
1: No, there's a there's a channel I watch these two Aussies called Mister Sunday Movies, mm. and they I, I started watching their podcast, but they've had a YouTube channel. They just they have an editor that kind of puts stuff to their audio. Yeah, and yeah. He, then he decided to do this video. This editor decided to do his own video on it. And I like these guys. I mean, they're kind of just, they just don't take anything seriously. And they're just having fun with various, you know, movies that come out. And it's,
0: it's. Not like us then, because we take a lot of things very seriously.
1: Yes, clearly. <laughs> um, but the, the. I, I don't, I mean, it just kind of to me, like I've seen these little, you know, uh, talking about. The prequel or the prequels, and, and a lot you know, this guy he says, You know, I saw this when I was a kid, yeah. He maybe he was 10 or 11. Well, he'd be 30 now, at least, yeah. So, yeah. um, thanks for that, yeah. <laughs> I was 30 when they came out. Do you remember, remember first one? when?
2: And that was Star Wars,
1: yeah. Ouch, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was gone with the wind, uh, yeah. so. <laughs> I, and, but, I'm just saying that the, all these kids that saw it back then they are they have an appreciation that those of us Gen Xers who saw the original trilogy just do not have and yeah. I don't think that the weaknesses of the prequels and, and the storytelling aspects are are, are are null and void there's still a problem they're a huge problem the acting yeah. and the details but I've always said that I think there was something there as far as an overarching idea um, that just w- failed in the execution. Uh, but the moments are there, the bits are there. And quite frankly, I think George was trying to tell an actual story, as opposed to the sequels, which are just corporate turds. That's all no, they are. Absolutely. There's nothing in those that require, that there's no There's no overriding reason to tell those those stories other than to destroy the characters that you love and to say yay whammon
0: that's it it was it was was absolutely nothing else but making money they were you know
1: absolutely empty i don't think that
0: uh, you know the further
1: away i get from i don't think the prequels are empty i think they're
2: they're badly badly, done badly done but they're not you know there was there was some uh you know, there was an earnest attempt behind that. It's not like the guy needed the money for one thing, so it's not like George Lucas is like, oh, I got, <laughs> I got to crank these out. I'm, I'm, I'm so broke.
1: Well, the most fascinating thing about the prequels, and I still think it's, it's better than watching them, but it's still a great, um, little featurette is that in the beginning documentary, which has no dialogue. It's just. And it's together moments and conversations and behind the scenes, all put together and just it's almost like you remember the you remember the show Cops there would there would be mm-hmm. no narration or anything you just watch what happens as it happens. That's kind of what that documentary is. I think you can even find it on YouTube. But if you can't, it's really, it's really well done and it and it doesn't really shy away from some of the, the if I know you guys have probably watched uh, Mister Plinkett's uh, yeah. Red Letter Media. There's a lot of scenes in there that come from that documentary. Like when, when <laughs> you see Rick Burman in the back, just looking shocked, <laughs> like, "Oh God, what the hell have I hitched my wagon to here?" <laughs> you know. And I, I mean, it's it's all very genuine. Um, so even if the prequels themselves aren't that good, I, I kind of appreciate them just for those documentaries because they're really good. And each one of those,
0: I don't think anyone was quite as good as the first one, but each one of those <clears throat> movies has that. It, it is funny because it, there are two particular things that there's one documentary. I don't remember where it was on. I'm sure it was on one of the DVDs or the, one of the Blu-rays, but it was fascinating watching the process. And there's two particular bits that stuck out to me. One of them also was a deleted scene from the Phantom Menace where I think it was a young Greedo is picking on Anakin mm-hmm. and, um, and, uh, they're having a fight, and um, Qui-Gon breaks it up, and he says, what's going on? He says, oh, he called me a liar. And he said, well, are you? And he said, no. And he goes, well, then you must simply tolerate his point of view. And its I think it's a brilliant line. It's kind of a line that's actually really stuck with me, and it was such a shame it was cut out, because I just thought, you know, I mean, the whole thing about young Greedo was just, like, completely tying it in. But I think yeah, it, it was, was just if, such a good line. if there had been
1: somebody else, it would have made more yeah. sense. Just, just leave Greedo out of it. Because... Yeah. That's the thing. They have a good line in it, but the only thing they were concerned about by filming that it's like because uh, I believe another Rodian, a, a little kid Rodian, says you're going to come to a bad yeah. end one day,
0: Greeno. And that was, was like, it. Was oh, Davis. we know yeah. What that.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah. And so it, I, the main problem with the is I, I think the storytelling is atrocious. In the first two, particularly the second one, I think he's terrible. It, it's interesting. I haven't seen the Mr. Plunkett's review for an awfully long time, but it's interesting to hear him g- say about stuff. And, like, he doesn't even mention Jar Jar. And everybody was like, oh, Jar Jar was crap and Jar Jar was awful. And it was like he doesn't even mention how, how you know, badly done Jar Jar was. He just takes apart the story. And ultimately... Again, this was in a documentary that I saw. I'm, I'm, I swear I saw it, that George Lucas was looking at all the kind of figures that they were making. And these guys had come up with these 3D models for what the creatures are going to look like. And I'm sure he was looking at, like, Watto. And he was talking to somebody. And, he, and George Lucas makes this flipping comment going, oh, I should, I should probably get right in it then. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that is, and that, to me, is the entire problem with the thing. is that it's always about the story you can have the cheapest awfulest movie but if you've got a decent story you're 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 set you're fine I, I'm but gonna, you can I'm have to the...
1: push back a little bit on that i don't know the circumstances of him making a flippant comment in the middle of that like was he absolutely serious on that or did he have pretty much the entire outline and he needed to get in and fill in some of the extra dialogue and stuff or had will, he, or was it just blank pages? Cause I know I I've will seen come... him in 1994 starting the in that same thing. He's starting the writing process. He goes, okay, episode one, he's, he's starting the process. So I'm kind of will... like people point no, 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 to that. See, I just get worried. About... I will
0: come back to you. I will come back to you and say that there was a comment by Rick McCallum, the producer, who I think is the, main reason for the failure of the prequels but i remember him well, talking was about attack Ever. of the clones <laughs> i uh, he's, he's kind of like the main you know the the yeah. the play, um what do they call it um uh most valuable player type of yeah. person yeah. in that thing um he said about attack of the clones he i remember him saying it was something along the lines of the script was so flexible that we could take it kind of in any direction and again i'm thinking seriously what do, you, what do you mean this the script was really flexible you know if, if 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 you can sort of just change the script at any moment what kind of a story is that that's going on in there and that's what i always so when that george made that flippant comment i actually do think to myself like i so said i know he did sort of start it but i mean the writing when you think he wrote star wars over a period of x amount of years however many it was I, I you know i know it was kind of you know he didn't just sit down and pen it he, he you know he, he, he obviously completely ripped it off from akira kawasawa but um but he wrote it and, and did it in detail and everything else and then when he did empire they got Lawrence castan in to sort of tidy up the script and everything else and then that made kind of a lot of sense what i think the problem was is george wrote this script in however long maybe a few months maybe a few years i don't know but he put it down on the table and rick mccallum said Yep, this is good. We'll film this. And why do you why do you think opposed- that was though? Why do you think that people? I mean,
1: you could you you know one of the things that Plinkett says, and, and I rewatched it, and I could see it too, is that you know when he did the original trilogy, he was just some dude from Modesto that had, had like one film, and everybody yeah. kind of knew him, and they were all on the same level as him. You, Twenty years later, now you have Star Wars, this this almost mythical thing, right? And so when George Lucas comes in, everybody kind of regards him like the Pope walking in. They're yeah. all frightened and scared. And I don't think McCallum was really any different when it comes to that, to be that's honest. That's
0: exactly, with you. yeah, no, that's exactly the problem. That instead of Rick McCallum reading the script and going, George, mate, you know, we've got a good basis here, but we just need to tidy some things up and, you know, do some bits and pieces and maybe get somebody else in, he just read it and said, yeah, this will do you know and it was just kind of like well, nobody would push was...
1: back is what you're really saying and not just McCallum i although i mean ben burt he's
0: yeah he's
1: on his level i mean you know or or john williams or even steven spielberg any one of those guys could have pushed back on him a little bit more mccallum probably you know he's he's a guy that comes in after the fact right but that group that was there with him dennis yeah. Muren and 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 all these guys that worked with him for so long and I think there was even, um, who who's the guy that produced the original Star Wars? He always had Oh,
0: Gary Kurtz.
1: Gary Kurtz. He always, he, he actually said, he said, I think the problem is, is, there's a lot of people who don't want to say no to George anymore.
2: Mm. I always assume that's what happened to him. Is he just, mm. everybody's like, well, he knows, Star- he's the guy that invented it, he, he knows what he's doing. Who are we to, you know, that's what I always yeah. assume happens. Yeah, and nobody,
1: and nobody it, you know, remembers that, well, Irvin Kershner made Empire. And quite frankly, look, Star Wars is fantastic. The original Star Wars is a fantastic movie. I have absolutely no issues with it, but it could have been a one and done. It, it yeah. could have easily been a one and done. Empire was the movie that made Star Wars and deepened it and brought in the lore. Oh, yeah. And made it something much more than what it was before. Um, it was a fun adventure Flash Gordon movie. On the first one, the second one brought in the emotion, the the, the philosophy, all that kind of stuff. That you, you know, it, anybody that says I love the original trilogy, you're really saying I love Empire. Um, in my opinion,
0: that, that's, I see. I always class them together. Always. I do too.
1: I do too. But it if Empire doesn't work as well as it does, and it works. Heads and shoulders above both the other two. And, yeah. and, and quite quite frankly. Um, now, the original Star Wars is a four star, full stop, 100% movie. It's just that Empire is a five out of four. Now, Jedi is yeah. about a three and a half and mostly because the Leia and Han's arcs are done and there's just not much for them to do. But mm. Luke's arc is finished brilliantly. It's finished yeah. at a ten out of ten. So I mean, that movie works because Luke's arc is so well done, um, and finishes very satisfactorily. Uh, so then you get to the prequels, and I think you go, okay. So he comes in, and everybody's like scared of him. You got young people in there now. You got all these ILM guys that you know they they were kids when they saw Star Wars, so now they're in their thirties, right? and to them luke lucas is a god I, I when i was 30 at that time as far as i was concerned lucas was a god <laughs> i i mean really you yeah, yeah. look you look back when when the when episode one came out you you I don't know if this was like you. Some people said they hated it immediately. I had to talk myself into hating it. Or I had to talk myself out of loving it, I guess, would be the better. I I, I knew I something was this. wrong, but I was like, it's Star Wars. It's got to be good, right? It's got to
0: be. I uh, I see. I, I had to go through a seeing it in the, I, I saw it nine times in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Because I I wanted to love it so much, and I remember defending it to the death. People saying, "Oh, this is bad, and that's bad." I'm going, "No, you don't understand!" And blah blah blah. And I I remember doing that, but I just I was, the same way, man. I, I was desperate to just be in love with a Star Wars film. You know, it was a new Star Wars film. I remember I had a, an old dial-up modem, and so when the trailer came out, I kind of watched on Real Player, as how old so long ago it was. This kind of you know pixelated picture which had great sound but no images and I, I think i remembered like downloading for six hours to get like the largest version available just so i could see it and i remember that feeling and excitement and everything else and so when i went to see it i was like no it's the greatest film ever best film ever better than the others empire load of crap this is so much better oh now this is the beginning of the... Of... yeah this we was the
1: beginning of the member berries <laughs> yeah people don't you know, realize it, it, it. But it's the beginning of the member berries. That went on through 2005, right? 2006, yeah, yeah, Superman true. Returns came out, trying to capitalize on that stuff in the 80s. Then 2008, you have uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, right? And they started making this, and then Tron in 2010, and it just kept going, get worse. And then Star Wars wrapped around again in 2015. And okay. that's, you know, but, but it was the Phantom Menace that really kicked off this nostalgia porn in some ways
2: yeah um that's a good point yeah because nothing else really at that time was a they was were still a late, trying late... new shit right yeah, yeah
0: they still kind of had like the you know you had halloween's which was sort of chill churning out in a and freddy yeah,
2: five but or whatever that, they did but, do uh, h20 oh, in 99
0: no but what
1: but i'm that, saying is i don't
2: think it's, it's, it's not that's just like continuing a thing like you know, a soap opera. Well, that's what big, I'm saying. Um, that's
0: what I'm saying is that the Phantom Menace was kind of a, I
2: don't think that the Halloween movies were trying to, Hey, remember 1979. I didn't. What? No. What about. Well, they still okay. Do. So
1: they, they were churning <laughs> out stuff up through like 95. Right. And then they took a hiatus and then they had with big fanfare, you know, cause a lot of us had kind of tapped out of Halloween after Halloween too. So you're talking 1980. Now, Halloween, 1998 or 19. 19- yeah, 1998. H2O, right? And they're bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis, right?
2: Tell me that isn't a mem- and they rebooted it. They, they all the continuity yeah, beforehand it, it was It doesn't. It doesn't feel like that to me though. Uh, I think, you're, I, you're, I think okay, it's a prototype saying, of that. Yeah, oh, that's probably true. It was definitely uh, the first to put a toes in the water of that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I, it just doesn't feel like the raw But we didn't we didn't you know, have
1: we weren't we weren't inundated by this stuff yet. It was yeah. just starting to come out, and it was just like we were we were hopeful and optimistic that we could have new versions of these <laughs> things that we loved. And yeah. it took me it really it took me until Mr. Plinkett's like I knew I didn't like it, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. And I would be like everybody else would say Jar Jar. You mentioned this earlier that yeah. the Plinkett reviews say Jar, he doesn't mention Jar Jar in the Plinkett review, but he brought it all home. And I think the reason why people Focus in on Jar Jar as the as the as the their ire, the reason why they hate it. The truth is, I mean, yes, Jar Jar is an annoying character, but he's also the most relatable character in the entire goddamn prequels. You you I know gotta, what I, he I, wants, you know why he wants it. He just as annoying as fuck, and that's an easy thing mm. to latch onto. The other stuff yeah. is a lot more nebulous, and he gets into those details of why these prequels are bad. But it's all you, you know you. You can't just explain it in one or two sentences. But you what can explain Jar think? Jar in two words. <laughs> what,
2: what did you guys think about when he put that little Jar Jar line at the end of uh, the redid return of the Jedi there at the end where he's like, Oh, we're free or whatever. So many people got so angry at that's like, Oh yeah, here you're, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take more whether you like it or I always thought that was sort he, of
1: he a... put he put he put boo in where oh, right, there was yeah, Gungan the and there's one Gungan yeah. way off on a route going, We so free. I don't know. I I just that was so. Look, the the it, the redo uh, editions have been raped long ago with the Han shot yeah. first. So by then you're just a battered housewife.
0: It's, yeah. See, I still cannot. Oh dear, I cannot get over my utter disappointment. George Lucas is 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 you know he created something which very few other people have done. They created an entire universe which is beyond. You know, any other movie, no other movie has got his own day. You know, May the Fourth is, is Star Wars Day. No other movie has got that. You know, he created this, and yet the whole thing with like Greedo and and Hand shot first and stuff, I still cannot get into my head how he thought that was a good idea. That two people sat opposite a table, it should, it and been, cannot.
1: Sh- it should have been a warning <sighs> flag when the prequels
0: start. When the prequels, uh oh. It should have been a big yeah. uh oh. It's like, oh boy, what's it what's gonna and happen. <laughs> I, and it's kind of it's kind of weird that I mean hey, I get, again, it's it's anyway. hey, I, um it's weird how you kind of like you know, when, when Empire Strikes Back came out, right, every kid who was growing up watching that tried to pick up the remote control using the force. All right. I did. Uh, uh, yes, you did. <laughs> don't give me that. I, 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 I still try to pick up this thing
1: with the force every once in a while. I'm not going to
0: lie. But you did. And then what got what I don't understand then is how George Lucas completely changed everything about the force, like introducing the midi chlorians and stuff, how it's just like a chemical, you know, it's, it's these beings that live inside of you. And if you haven't Worms. got them, you haven't got the force. It's
2: like when you catch PM, uh, when you get hookworms.
0: <laughs> exactly you know
2: worms i mean
1: it took away okay, I'm, 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 I'm gonna take devil's advocate for this just slightly Uh-oh. okay i don't really like it either but they kept saying in return of the jedi the force runs strong in your family which means right. it was bloodlines which means it's got to be something biological <laughs>
0: Yeah, but just I mean, making it's not it like scientific. Kind of set up.
1: I just, I agree. You don't need to explain it anywhere past that. I, I, I do agree. But I mean, it's not like it's I think a lot completely of people like, un, un- yeah. unprecedented.
2: People like the idea of the more mystical aspect to it. Obviously, yeah.
1: I do too. I, I'm just saying that everybody got so angry. So it's like, well, I was like, they kept saying that in the original trilogy. I'm like, why are you guys? I. I was like, "Eh, we don't really need that." But I was, I was not religiously angry about it like so many other people were.
0: It just took away that, like, like Sean just said, it took away that mystery and that magic. It's the same the thing. You, you
2: could have the it, It's the same thing that happened in Alien, uh, Prometheus, and and Covenant. They explain where the Xenomorph come from. Biggest mis- one of the biggest mistakes and. Yeah. In- cinema, myth, you know, mythology ever. I, you, nobody, everybody wanted to know where the alien come in, but not really. Yeah. You know what you I know mean? You I don't, you've got your War.
0: own theories. You, you've got your own beliefs of where it came from and that kind of thing.
1: I, I think where George should have worked harder on it, and then this line would have made more sense to me as a setup, is that... And, and I think it's kinda happened and they actually addressed it in, in Last Jedi. Heaven forbid I use that movie as a reference. But <laughs> uh they the idea is that the Jedi were, if not corrupt, certainly ineffectual and easily misled because of the Sith or whatever. They had become too full of themselves, whatever. I think they should have leaned into that more. And part of the reason was because the Jedi like there's that lady in the episode two, the uh, librarian, who says, yeah. uh, if it's not in our library, it doesn't exist. You know, very a lot of arrogance going on with the Jedi. And they mention <laughs> that here and there, and they should have leaned into that more. And maybe they said, wait a minute, we even think it's all about We We don't know shit about the Force. And that's why they fell. If they had done <laughs> it- that, I probably could have put up with it more
0: again it's you make such a good point with that that the whole the bits that got me is the fact that there was a Sith Lord who was governing the galaxy and they were sort of like who is this Sith Lord I don't know and everything else and then also the fact that do you sense anything nothing why does he he keep cackling I don't know (laughs) Um, good good (laughs) Um, um, but not, not only that but also the fact that when Anakin and Padme got married and she got pregnant And again, it's kind of like, you guys didn't know that? I mean, seriously, you know, it's like, how how stupid are you? But that could have been, that could have been a story point. Like
1: the Jedi weren't as powerful as they should have been. They have either misused or they have gotten so dogmatic about what the force is. And, you know, like, why, why can't Jedi marry? Why? Why? I mean, there is, there is a point to be made. And this is where I think the ineptness of the prequels comes in. There is a point to be made that this idea of no attachments is what led them, led to their destruction. Because there are all right. these weird monks with no emotions that can't
2: love.
0: Yeah, and look, like going, Look at Christianity. You put all in these sales. guys together. Look at what happens. They're, yeah.
2: They're, the nuns <laughs> starts. The in, in Jedis are nothing but incels with laser swords.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you're not. And so are the fans. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a bunch of guys out there going hey. yeah. <laughs> uh, But I mean, seriously it's it's like all of that could have been better tied in. And then you have this one guy who I think he was trying to do a Citizen Kane, you know, that had had all these high ideals of making the Jedi better, making the galaxy better, and just, you know, fell to his own hubris and all that kind of stuff.
2: Again, execution was just a mess. Have you, have you guys ever heard of a YouTube channel called Belated Media? No. I'm surprised you haven't heard of this guy because several years ago he did where he rewrote the prequels and he gave his he used editing and then later on he did some you know like animated work and he he gives his version of those stories and he got oh you know three million views or something but it if you watch those and you will you guys will like them it's uh you'd go man they should this dude should have been the one that wrote them it's real it's real good it's called belated media I, he's not very active he never really was like a a weekly upload or anything, but uh, those videos are very big, and uh, especially it, his gonna... his rewrite of the fir- of the of the first one especially, and uh, but man he ties it up. It's it, you're gonna watch it and go, man. This guy should have made those. Should the one. See, see, this is
0: this is uh, coming back to my point from earlier. That this is what I think. That I know it sounds stupid, but I don't think George Lucas should have written the prequels. I mean, fine, have a hand in it, but when you think of like, say, for example, The Mandalorian, how um, John Favreau and and Dave Fellini obviously know Star Wars and and understand Star Wars, and George Lucas has been a consultant on that show, but they get it and they kind of put together this show that really worked and understood what the fans wanted and and the law and everything else. Well, I think George Lucas, I I know it sounds stupid, but like I say, the whole, I mean, this is just one aspect of it, but the whole thing with the midi-chlorians and stuff kind of took so much away from what he had given us. And I just kept thinking, it doesn't, I don't understand. Let's let's look
1: at the entire framework of the prequels. The idea is, is that you've got this Sith Lord who's so powerful working with an apprentice to set up a civil war to and then you you know, his his apprentice is working the one side, he's working the republic side and he uses this civil war to grab power, and eventually become the ruler of the galaxy. And in the meantime, he has this his eye on this Jedi who is very idealistic, and he knows that he can corrupt him because this idealistic Jedi wants to make the world a better place. It's not going to be too hard to turn him to the dark side under the guise of trying to make the world a better place. Great framework. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's, George. Yeah. That's where George says, here's what I'm saying make that work. And that's when he hands it off to you know Casden or or yeah. John Favreau or somebody like that. I think he's a great idea, man. I mean, he came up, you know, he basically came up with most of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He just didn't write it. He had Spielberg direct it. He just you know came with the basic framework. You got an archaeologist, he's a he's a really roguish kind of guy, leather jacket, hat, and he goes and he finds <sighs> religious artifacts that turned out to be real. Boom, done. Take it, Stephen. And Stephen takes it from there. And uh, that's where I think, I think, and, and also technically, Lucas is a really good uh, technical filmmaker as far as <laughs> producing and special. And, uh, you know, I'm a, mm-hmm. I would say something. If you want to take all the prequels in aggregate, and I mean, I'm taking every, not just writing and whether they're entertaining, but take all the technical pieces of it. Oh, I think yeah. Phantom Menace might be the best. Because it actually has real freaking
0: sets. And ah, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. i got to disagree with you here. <laughs> because I remember, again, I think it was Rick McCallum who said it, but they reckon 95% of Phantom Menace was CG. There is a ton of CG, but they used extension. That's a lot of CG.
1: But they used real sets as extension. It wasn't just blue screen and nothing <laughs> else. Um, they, they barely had any walled sets, or they didn't use the extension. Like... You know, the, the, uh, there's a scene where you see the, the ship flying off, uh, the, the silver ship flying off from the Naboo, and there's a yep. waterfall behind it. That waterfall is salt. It's not CG. It's just salt running out of a thing. Yeah, they composite it. I mean, when you say it's CG, what, what do they mean? They may mean computer compositing. It was filmed on real film, and it's not filmed on digital, which those early days of mm. digital is very, it's it's not good. It's too crisp. It's too clean.
0: Yeah yeah that's what I find with it. Yeah. It looks, but the first yeah, it looks...
1: the first one I think looks is not the best as far as story although I think it's the second best maybe.
0: It's See again again or it's the second weird worst. Uh, I watched, the the version I watched um, this week, I can't remember where I got it from now, um, uh, it was from somewhere online, but they fixed Yoda, because Yoda was a puppet in the first one. He, he was, um, and they
1: they they replaced him several, I think when the Blu-rays came out, they'd replaced him with the um, CG, maybe with the I, DVD, I, I'm not sure.
0: I, I mean, I have got the Blu-rays somewhere but i mean just uh, mm. um i'm not going down he, that road right again he matches again. Um, the rest
1: of the trilogy better and it, be honest with you that puppet did look a little i mean there was some cocaine going on with yoda
0: <laughs> yeah it was not good it was not a good fear look. You, I do. <laughs> um and so they they did they like well, what was the point of going off again now? You got me completely off the point now. I'm just saying you're that Yoda. From a technical standpoint, I <laughs> oh, think. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the. Because you could see they're filming in a desert. They're filming actual sets. They're walking up actual steps. They're, the columns were built. Not all of it, obviously, just enough for them to take from there and build the rest of it in CG. But it just, they were working with each other. They weren't, you know, just standing at a green screen. You don't have all those. Cause like when they went to digital and it, and he made and Plankett made a huge point of this in the in the Return of the Sith review, Revenge of the Sith review, is that all they do is they go, they're walking, they do a two shot, and then they go over and they sit on a couch, and occasionally somebody will get up, walk, look out a window, and then turn, and that happens like look. all the time in those last two movies. But in the in the Phantom Menace, they actually uh-huh. interact with each other, sitting at a table, they're doing different things, or they're. They're at a junk shop. They're interacting with sets and they're um, interacting with props and there's, they're outside. I don't know. I just feel like if,
0: if you look I at, was going to come, I was going to come back to the whole point of the old, the old, Um, you know, somebody is in angst. So have them look out of a window. <laughs> Cause like you say, that just happens so many it times. It happens all the time. You know. They, they um, only
1: have like 20, 20 yards of runway to, to do a scene. So they can't walk fast or if they have to show running. Like there's one scene where Anakin is like, he's got to get to the emperor and he's running at full speed. Running and walking. And then, and then yeah. he just stops. He just stops. <laughs> he just starts walking <laughs> kind of briskly because they've run out
0: of room, I guess. I don't know. Um, oh, okay. So another thing that we can talk about is then is Lucas's writing of the love scenes between Anakin and Padme. Oh, best part of the movie man because <laughs> it, it, so it was a, it was described as titanic in space um and i think you know most people thought sort of thought yes yes this is titanic in space because it's just hit an iceberg and sunk um <laughs> there's there's but, more chemistry when the pizza guy
1: comes over to the scantily clad woman in porn
0: <laughs> the whole thing is just it what gets me is is again he's writing weird particularly anakin is is the fact that um, Anakin, when he's around Padme, is constantly moaning about Obi Wan. He's constantly moaning that he's, and I'm all the time. I just keep thinking, why would Padme fall in love with this loser? All he does is go on saying, oh, "I should be a really good Jedi, and I'm not, and Obi Wan holding me back." And I'm thinking, "You should love me, love
1: I can got a tell you from force, experience that you? doesn't
0: work.
2: It's yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 It, 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 it will get you a
0: restraining order but that's about it exactly you know and it's like i say it's so it's so weak the the writing and i just sort of thought I wonder what kind of, I mean, I'm not going to go with George with his wife and everything else, but I, I kind of wonder what relationship <laughs> they had of, you know, they must have just literally just sort of met and, um, you know, sort of said, oh, I like you. I like you too. Let's get married. And, oh, that's what love is. And it's kind of because that's kind of how badly the, the love scenes were written well, between the two of them. Marcia, well, he divorced Marshall Lucas,
1: I think, yeah. in 84, which <laughs> I love how he talks about it. Like, because that's when he did uh, Temple of Doom. I think they divorced in 82 or 83, but he was working on Temple of Doom, you know, and it's like, yeah, I wrote that. I was in a really bad mood for my divorce. I'm like, there's a scene in Temple of Doom where a guy actually reaches into a man's chest and yanks out his still-beating heart. I I'm
2: think like, oh! What oh, Spielberg getting oh di- I think oh. I believe Spielberg was getting divorced at the same time, too, so <laughs> it really...
1: There's a lot of bitterness in there, and yeah. then the, wo- the only woman they have in there is written like a horrible shrew, a shrieking <laughs> terrible... Very, like, yeah. very realistic.
2: What you're saying is she's very realistic, very believable woman.
1: <laughs> I think uh, I think they were working through some stuff, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's it's. Harrison Ford famously said, um, "Even the original Star Wars, which let's face it, the original, those three leads have so good, such good chemistry that the leads in the oh, prequels yeah. do not." <laughs> the <calmest.
2: laughs> He said, "Perhaps she loves Anakin because his robar arm transforms into <laughs> a <little laughs> Raider. See,
1: seems like you could get a droid for that and just, uh, you know, not have the winding. No, no, no,
0: no, no. It's not that. It's just the fact that his um, his lightsaber, yeah, he just doubles up as, uh, you know, one end. One end is a lightsaber. The other end.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> just kill another top prostitute. Anything, <laughs> <laughs>
2: anything's that... a dildo if you're brave enough.
1: <laughs> I I don't want to know anything cool. more about your love life, Sean. <laughs> That's an I've inter- just, just read that on no, the no more story. So yeah, uh, sure you have. <laughs> uh, The point I was making before I was rudely interrupted by you sick (laughs) freaks. You (laughs) love it. It's not the point. Uh, The Harrison Ford, you know, and and Carrie Fisher and, and Mark Hamill had fantastic chemistry. They cast those leads together. based on their chemistry, because they'd switched in and out various actors until they found the right combination.
2: That didn't happen on the new one. How is Carrie Fisher doing nowadays, anyway? It seems like we haven't heard anything from her or any news about what's going on with her. For some of us, that's still too soon.
1: (laughs) She's she's, uh, into gardening. Oh. (laughs) Lots of daisies, I think. (laughs) Uh, So, they... Harrison Ford finally, you know, because the because the original Star Wars, some of the some of the lines in it are silly. They just work because yeah. these three actors made them work, and yeah. nobody can make them work in the prequels. Uh, but finally, Harrison Ford says, "George, you can write this shit, you just can't say can't it." can say it, yeah. <laughs> uh, just an exasperation, and you know, at the time, I mean, nobody knew what Star Wars was going to be, so they were all making fun of him. Yeah. Even
0: even what's he called Alec Guinness didn't. Really know what was sort of going on with the movie, or no. anything, did it? It was kind of this space adventure. Oh, yeah, fine, I suppose. Is the check cleared? Yeah, I'll do it. then. <laughs>
1: yeah, he needed the money. He was grateful to Lucas because he he was able to settle up some debts and really, it set him up for his retirement. You know, for the rest you know of his who
2: life. I you know who I always wish they would have cast as uh, Obi Wan in that instead of Alec Guinness is the dude that played uh, Merlin in uh, Excalibur. Borman's, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would have yeah. been What's all like, right. That guy, that would, especially if he'd acted the same. If he'd basically played <laughs> the Merlin <laughs> robot as, um, <laughs> find, imagine how great that
1: would Psycho be. Psycho Mer, Psycho Obi Wan, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, I mean, he was set up. I, have you ever heard the story where um Alec Guinness, like, this is back in the in the 80s, and uh, s- some kid, you know, ran up. Asked for his autograph and said that he had seen Star Wars like wow, 180 times, some some ridiculous number. And Guinness just goes off on the kid and tells him <laughs> he's wasting his life. And just it just really <laughs> until he cried, till the kid cried. And I'm like going, God damn! <laughs> this is one of the people that gave you this money. Why don't you just cut him a
0: just cut him some slack, would you? He's, how, how awful is that to sort of like, you know, in years to come sort of like, oh, man, I love Star Wars. Yeah, I I met Mark Hamill once. Really? I, I met Alec Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. scarred. Yeah.
1: That's how you get syndrome in The Incredibles, you know. You
2: want yeah, more syndrome?
1: Yeah. That's how you get syndrome.
2: <laughs> God, that's a good movie. That's a better movie than Star Wars.
1: Ah. <laughs>
2: Thank you for playing. It's true. It's true. It's mm. true.
1: I've seen it to, more. So you're not a shill. you're more. just sad.
2: I've got Incredibles on Blu-ray. I don't own a copy of any Star Wars movie and I've never even seen The Phantom Menace all the way through, so I, I think do, I'm I, a, I, I,
1: I, I do love Incredibles. I think it's great.
0: Uh, oh yeah. I'm not saying that, but um they're two different the two different things. I never are,
2: they, I, are they George? Are they Yeah.
0: George? No, but I mean you can't <laughs> I, <laughs> you, you can't sort of you can't sort of say You know, one's better than the other. I was just
2: messing with you. It's a great movie, though.
0: I never I never not laugh at
1: what's the guy's name? Craig. uh... Oh, God.
2: Yeah. Craig T. T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson.
1: I never not laugh when he when he at the very beginning when he's uh, chasing after the crooks, he has to get the cat out of the tree. And he shakes the cat off the tree, squeakers. And then he puts the tree back and he finally has to leave. He goes, okay, I'm out of here. Ben, ma'am. squeakers (laughs) (laughs) squeakers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just dripping with with bitterness you know, and, and irritation at the cat and he and he just it's just a great delivery of that of that line i don't that know why makes me he, uh, laugh every that time
2: when, he, when his back's hurt and the robot's pulling on him and it cracks it he's like <laughs> ah, oh <laughs> that, <laughs> ah. yeah that, that's so funny to me
0: for me, I don't know why I, I always love the bit when Flash is running and you know he's running as fast as he can and he gets to the water and then he starts running on the water and he's and he just goes he yeah that <laughs> like, laugh. Sort of like, yeah. oh that wow I can run so fast I can run on water
1: that that <laughs> that laugh if if you have an audio version of a dictionary that would be under delight <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant anyway back to Star Wars
0: um <laughs> before we get too to off we're the trying car. to talk so, about the
1: prequels and why they might be
0: okay and it's just tough isn't it. It is. I mean, the whole opening of Attack of the Clones. There's all of that. None of that sequence makes any sense. I always hated the fact. Wait, remind
2: me what? How? What is the opening? Remind me. It's been very. The
0: opening opening bit is when the ship lands and it blows up, and somebody's trying to assassinate the senator, um, or Padme and completely fails to blow up the ship at the right time, even though they were obviously watching it. And then Django Fett, who I'm going to say is the worst bounty hunter, if even worse than Greedo in the special edition, he sort of says, oh, our client is getting very angry, so we need to get this sorted out. And I kept thinking, no offence, um, uh, Django, but shouldn't you be doing it yourself then, if that's the case? And then he gives her those two um, centipede things, which are um, poisonous. And so this thing flies up to our window, cuts a hole in it, and drops these centipede things. And you're thinking, right? If that thing can, you know, go up to a window and carve a hole in it, throw in a thermal detonator, even a laser blast would kill her. Yeah. But instead, it had to be these laser things. And then, well, that's, that's you know what, I mean, you blew up. I mean, I not to
1: interrupt you, here, George, but you blew up a ship. Ship, yeah so you're You've obviously, obviously not explosive. worried about being covert at that point yeah yeah the accident
2: so, make it look like an accident's out the window by that point. yeah and yeah so
1: then i i think that's just george lucas
0: saying i saw dr no i love the spider thing <laughs> i wanted to do that yeah but then um obi-wan jumps out the window and then sam has got this um laser rifle whatever it is but she shoots the droid he's on as opposed to killing obi-wan, Obi-Wan. yeah right to the head right to the head And then that whole chase sequence just makes no sense. That, you know, the the Jedi in the previous film couldn't pick up on on, on kind of all all these, you know, bad guys. Um, Or what's his name? The the, city has taken over the galaxy and stuff. And yet Anakin sort of hovers this taxi and then jumps out of it and lands on Sam's ship. And again, it's just kind of, huh? They, yeah, and, okay, and, well, maybe, and then,
1: maybe the Sith know how to mask themselves better because they have the Force
0: and they have the. It's it, it's like noise oh, cancelling but headphones. Then, but then coming back to Django, they sort of they get they 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 cut Sam's arm off and then take her outside. Django has literally got a a, a rocket on his back. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's three there's two Jedi and and his accomplice down there. Rocket. No, I'm going to shoot them, not with a laser blast, but with a dart, which has got items on it, which can lead back to where it well, came from. Fuck that. He, he he he
1: got the Jedi led away from Padme. Now fly over there, use that rocket, blow yeah. up Padme. Done. Yeah. You know, and... and Don't just... you start feeling like Scott Evil at some point? Look, I got a gun.
0: <laughs>
1: Bam! Done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's oh it's just it's i mean it was just that whole sequence was just a, and then also the fact that the jedi archives are the most comprehensive um uh, uh, accumulation of information and knowledge that anybody has ever seen and yet it's basically Obi-Wan's mate down the pub who knows where the dark comes from. <laughs> you know, his old friend Max, who works in a cafe, and he's just sort of like, hi, buddy, do you know where this is from? Because I want information... a 50s
1: diner in my Star Wars, yeah.
0: Yeah. just like and, when I grew up all, all, I've got, I've got not, my hands on every piece of knowledge in the known universe, but you know, oh, brilliant, right, yeah, yeah if we can sort that out. That's right. And what do they oh.
1: lose? Do they lose some some bit of accounting from 3000 years ago that maybe somebody No, they lost a fucking planet. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> well, apparently it could have been it could have been erased from the archives. Um is the explanation to that, that but is, it's still
1: That is the only scene not not what happened in the scene but that's the only scene that i mildly enjoy in attack of the clones because yoda wasn't being grumpy yoda for five seconds
0: (laughs) yeah he was actually entertaining he was actually
1: entertaining and making some jokes and it's like ah that's that was fun yeah Uh, then there's the rest of the movie and you just want to kill yourself
0: yeah and just yeah i i've decided
1: i love you deeply truly (laughs) wonderfully I. I love I'm going you. to die in five seconds, I no, figured no, no.
0: I could get out of this really easy. <laughs> I, I, I love you as much as I hate sand.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again, that whole that whole execution bit. I mean, it was just kind of what I, was going on.
1: I was always hoping at the end, it's like, oh, we got out of that one. Oh, so you, you love me, huh? <laughs> I was just trying to make you feel better because I thought we were going to die. <laughs>
0: I was just hoping for one last quickie before yeah. I went. That's all it was. But she was too so much
1: of a wuss. Now she's getting married to this guy, this whiny guy. You can see her there. And go, oh shit! What have I done?
2: Can't back out of it now. <laughs>
0: um, just off a side point of that, I always love. I think it was in Family Guy at the end of um they did it at the end of um Raiders of the Lost Ark when all these things are coming out, and um Indy's going to. Karen Allen. Oh, make sure you keep your eyes shut. Make sure you keep your eyes shut like this. And she says, "Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant." Well, you get open one eye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, so, but yeah, again, like I say, these the, you, uh, to describe it's, it, it's all the details, in though, right? It's all the details. Exactly.
1: It's exactly. Not, it's like okay, you've got the separatists being run by Count Dooku. Who is a Sith Lord working hand in hand with Palpatine, Darth Sidious, to put put and I I, like I kind of like the idea of things like the banking clan and the the guild that because there was like a brief Mm -hmm. mention of that in in Empire, where Han asks. Has or maybe it was Leia? I don't know. Asked Lando. So you're not part of the mining guild. So no, we're mm. our, we're an independent contractor. So you know, just kind of flesh that out. The idea that these guilds and these fe- confederations—I don't—I don't mind that so much. And I, I even don't mind the politics of it, because I'm an old fart thinks that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, the politics of it, I don't mind so much if it was done right. Like you know, this would be a oh. better time. It wouldn't be a. Sh- it wouldn't look so shitty. Like it would, because an empire would look shitty. If there's one thing I loved about the the Bad Batch, is that at the end it was like it, it takes place like right after the fall of the Republic, like five seconds after Return of the S- uh, Revenge of the Sith, and immediately the Empire begins cost cutting measures, so they get rid of the clones that actually work for conscription of people that that turn they turn into stormtroopers that don't they can't hit the ground with a can of paint. So <laughs> what happened to all
2: the clones then? They just got rid of them. What do you mean, got rid of them? They killed them, or they Pretty just much. told them to go home. Oh,
0: they either. Well, were they all working in McDonald's? Weren't they like the
2: slave workers? Really... I, I, I mean, did they, they have I think no they, choice? I
1: think they put them to work in some slave stuff, or they killed them. Some of them got away, got their chip out. Um, some of them continued, but they're they're all just being they're they're all being put back. Because first of all, they have a they're, a, they're a being shortened... let go. Yeah, downsize. <laughs> downsize. We, we, we yeah. fix
0: the glitch. Uh, <laughs>
1: they put they put it. Uh, I, I think they just put them in menial tasks or that kind of thing, or, because most of them have um, shortened life lifespans anyway. So right. they're just
0: accelerated growth, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I think they're just letting them run out the clock. But uh, that's that's. I mean, that's, that's they didn't one want the to, like they Again, destroy <laughs> Camino. They actually blow up Camino. They get rid of no. They get rid of all of them, and they just say, well, "No more clones. We're not paying for this shit anymore. We'll just take what we
0: want." Now you say about them down. Oh no, I was going to say you say about them downsizing. That always got me about in in the Phantom Menace and in, in the Force Awakens. Sorry, how Finn was apparently on sanitation, but when we first meet him, he's you know he's he's then on the Death Squad for Kylo Ren. It was his but first mission. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, why, no, no, he sh- but he that's why he jumped said-
1: his pants so badly in it.
0: <laughs> I just I just love the sort of thing of, um, well, Finn, congratulations on cleaning those toilets. You've done an excellent job. We're promoting you to the murder death squad. <laughs> even, though
2: you've, even though you even though you're you're barely fit to clean toilets, we're making you part of Delta Force. <laughs> Here's your first exactly. mission to kill Bin Laden.
1: <laughs> well, they just went in and murdered a village and I guess if you think about it, it's a type of sanitation.
2: That's true, you racist, <laughs> disavow.
0: <laughs> it was, again, it's just, it, like you say, the devil's in the detail with these things, and a lot of the details just didn't make any sense. The fact that, um, I can't remember where where I heard it now, but, I mean, Obi-Wan was saying about, you know, think and plan ahead and everything else. Then he immediately goes and jumps out of a window <laughs> with no idea what's out there or anything else. Yeah, that's really thinking thing through, Obi-Wan. Well, well done, yeah. A-
2: it doesn't mean it's bad advice, even if he can't take it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you can I fix was, that in d- five do seconds. Do was like, don't do as as out the
2: window. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: you have to do is have Anakin jump out the window. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan go gets Landspeeder. Then he catches Anakin, and they're right back to where they started. But from a character perspective, it makes more sense. Right? Because Anakin is the hot young hothead.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. So Yeah, that like you say, yeah. But then, of course, he was—you know—he's he's just seen um, Padme in her nightwear, so maybe he just wanted to stick around for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we once gone. Do you Quickly, think that quick one?
2: <laughs> Do you think he would have uh, turned evil if he'd known that she'd have that lesbian scene in uh, Black Swan? I, how do you I think? An- how do you no, think no. Anakin would
0: have yeah. took that? Maybe he. That's maybe why he went to the dark side.
2: She loves yeah, girls slapped. more than me. He found out she's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out she's a lesbian.
1: <laughs> yeah, his 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 journey to the dark side would be complete.
2: <laughs> Fast. Clearly, he's a, clearly he's a homophobe. Probably. I'll bet somebody I know, somewhere out there with my oh
0: and um, it's funny how some people do that. I still remember when one of the talkbacks from the last movie, outpost, somebody was talking about June and just somebody said, oh, June's really homophobic. And I was really sort of, is it? <laughs> I had not seen that at all in there. <laughs> and it's just funny how some people have just got the agenda of I'm going to watch this film and somehow it's going to offend me because of the homophobia in
2: it. <laughs> I mean, they could come here and be offended by homophobia if they really wanted to, you <laughs> they, know. They, they've they've yeah. actually got cause here. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: We don't dress it up in a lot of subtlety, you know. We're right there with <laughs> yeah, it. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, deep Keep, it, deep keep it hitting meaning.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and so let's go on then to Revenge of the Sith because obviously that was the sort of huge epic conclusion of what we thought was going to be the last of the Star Wars movies. Um, I know Stark on the website said that he uh, he was there at the same day as me, funny enough, in May of 2005, where it was the premiere in London Leicester Square, and they showed episodes four, five, and six, and then one, two, and three was introduced by uh, Rick McCallum, George Lucas, um Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen um and we watched you know and I remember me and my mate sat there thinking this is the last time we're going to watch a new Star Wars film and out of the three of <laughs> you four <fool. laughs> if only that were true yeah. um, <laughs> um and but then with those uh, like I say out of the three of the movie the three movies that is the better of the three. I can't still say it's like a great movie because watching it again, the whole fight sequence between Anakin and um, Obi-Wan is is brilliantly done. But then I keep... In, my, in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, and they've brought back Vader to fight Obi-Wan in the new Obi-Wan series. So that's kind of...
1: I don't know. I I mean, I hate them all. I don't like them. (laughs) I really don't. I don't go back and try to watch them. But I did watch them recently. Not for this, but fairly recently. And I don't know. I was more invested in Phantom Menace or just wasn't falling asleep. Revenge of the Sith bores the shit out of me. And Attack of the Clones is... I think Attack of the Clones is clearly the worst. But I don't think Revenge of the Sith is much better. It has the same nonsense. It has the same... And, and anything that you want, like, oh, well, here's a moment I've been waiting for. It's just completely wrecked. Like Darth Vader pulling off the bed like Frankenstein and screaming oh. no. It's like you finally get to see Darth Vader. And they fuck that up. Nothing makes sense. The, the execution of the fight siege is terrible. The Obi-Wan and Anakin fight goes on for 45 fucking minutes. And... <laughs> I I'm just and 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 everything is shot so boring there. I I mean I'm look. I'm not trying to say that Phantom well, Menace minute, is good. I'm just saying. It,
2: wait a minute, it's got a good. It's got at least one good part. It's got the part where he goes there and kills all the kids. That's pretty <laughs> pretty good. You
1: don't actually get to see. Except him. you, you don't see kids. anything.
2: It cuts. That's light. true. Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: <laughs> all you see is one kid go. Oh, he turned on oh. lightsaber. Uh, is this to help us see? Thank you, Master Anakin. And then they cut.
0: Uh, talking, talking about stupid, st- stupid parodies ruining everything. That is still the funniest thing in the world is the robot chicken yeah. when he goes in. Um, right, everybody line up. You're going to get a present, Mister Skywalker. Can my present just be a hug? <laughs> you could do this. You could do this. So funny. It is so funny. I, I like the, um, the
1: go to your happy place. He's like in a field of sunflowers. <laughs> just cut them all up. <laughs> gets home. is like, I put some flowers in the vase.
0: You hear her go, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I get, funny enough, coming back to the whole love story of uh, of that, the whole thing that Anakin and Padme are not supposed to be falling in love. So we're going to send them to the most romantic places uh, that we can find in the galaxy, a beautiful lake house um, uh, some a field of wild flowers with uh, a waterfall in the background.
1: Another there's another thing. Okay. Attack of the Clones, the love story doesn't make sense. But, Everybody complains about Anakin's dialogue. Padme's yeah. dialogue ain't that bad. It's mm. it's not that bad. She's kind of reacting. It's like we can't do this, you know. And you you know, she's yeah. and she doesn't she doesn't have this. And the Sith, when they're both talking to each other, when they're finally in love, both their dialogue is absolute.
0: <laughs> you are so beautiful. Oh wow. I mean, you know, who wrote that? <laughs>
1: I I love you more.
0: <laughs> no, I love
1: you more. Uh, I, I, Oh, God, I I would, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm Shawshank mm-hmm. in the... <laughs> 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 it is worse. I, I just I think Revenge of the Sith gets more credit than it deserves. I don't think it's any better than Attack of the Clones. I think Phantom Menace is actually the... This is all relatively speaking, guys. I think Phantom Menace is the strongest of the three. Really? Uh, of the three. As a movie, no, 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 sucks, no, no. Okay. sucks. No. I'm just saying... It's- it's easier to get engaged to the Phantom Menace in a lot of ways. I hate the I hate them all. I just hate it the least for whatever reason. I think, it's Phantom, weird, I so, think for Revenice me it just sucks.
0: No, see, I think out of the three of them for me if I was going to if I had to sort of like pick them like you say they're all very close, but Revenge of the Sith is I think the better of the two. Phantom Menace is in the middle and then Attack of the Clones is the worst one. Phantom Menace you've got real film you got
1: a lot of real sets or at least sets that get extended upon but they're actually there you get a Longer much better state. you get a much better fight scene at the end that makes more sense and doesn't take 7 hours
0: <laughs> i like
1: i everybody likes that that's one of the best fight scenes it has got problems
0: uh, the, the, why are you Anakin on me don't go full anakin you never go full anakin <laughs> don't go full anakin <laughs> right With it, the fight is, it starts off quite well. But as it goes on, at the beginning of the movie, they use force speed against the droidicas when they turn up. And so that whole, the whole door thing opening up and everything else was just clearly to kill off Qui-Gon and get Obi-Wan angry. And, you know, because he could have quite easily made it there. Keep in mind, look, I'd rather
1: watch the Return of the Jedi fight. Quite frankly, when when the, the the deep voices are playing and he's lost it and he's and they're going yeah. behind the thing and they're all in darkness and it's just the two blades. And there's hardly any choreography. That is far better. It's far more emotional. Oh, we're no, talking exactly. in very relative terms here, okay, guys? Very relative. I know, but, but what I'm, what I'm sorry. Saying is, it's, the, it's, the 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 finish of the, the that fight and the enjoyment of that fight is a lot better than Anakin, I got the high ground. Fuck you. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 get out of that, here
0: with that, that shit. To, funny enough, w- watching that again, if they just took out the line, I have the high ground, that would have worked. It's that it, 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 Yeah, but it's, I, in some respects, yes, it is too long. There are moments where the two of them are just literally waving their lightsabers around at each other for like a good oh, yeah, they're like, swinging five or six on seconds. ropes. They're
1: just whacking <laughs> each other as they go by. I mean, what is going
0: on? Stop. Um, what was I saying with that? No, but the, the, um, in the Phantom Menace, the, the that fight sequence, as it goes on, it gets more posturing. So that, that there's there's a whole bit where he does a back, um, Darth Maul does a backflip, and then they jump, and you can you can literally see them going. <laughs> like yeah. jumping into shot, you know, which they've obviously not just done a, um, a somersault on. <laughs> like
1: there's things, that's, there's a little tiny bit more that's happening in the, in that fight. It's, it's kind of showing the, that the, it takes two of these guys to take down one. As soon as, you know, we go back to that rule of twos, as soon as his lightsaber, his double-sided lightsaber gets cut in half, then Maul's on the ropes, right? He needs the two mm. and all that. And then it's, it shows the difference between Qui-Gon, who sits and meditates, whereas Obi-Wan is still young and energetic. I mean, it's mm. just like these little tiny moments. I know I... I fuck. I, it sounds like I'm trying to defend Phantom Menace as a good movie. I'm not. I'm trying to defend <laughs> it in terms of the other two. That's it. Don't, don't mistake this as like, oh, the Phantom Menace is an underrated masterpiece. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, the... But, he,
0: but, it's you, shorter you about, it
1: gets to the point it, it feels more like a movie and uh, there's just it, it it's paced slightly better i just get so bored in revenge of the sith
0: you say though about the you'd rather watch the jedi fight again obi-wan is then obviously peed off because his has just been killed and he's angry but yeah. then they this this anger goes right then goes in the yeah i agree you know, whereas, like I say, I always love the fact that Luke just lost it. That, like you say, there was no coordination or anything else. It was just, I'm going to wail on him until he's down. Yeah, but I'm not comparing Phantom Menace to
1: the Return of the Jedi fight. I'm comparing Phantom Menace to the Revenge of the Sith fight, which is nothing but choreography. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, okay. And right. goes on way too long and doesn't get to the point. And then ends right. much, much worse than Obi-Wan cutting the guy in half. And and then holding uh, Qui-Gon in his arms and deciding to train Anakin. I mean, it's just in the context of this shit story that they put together that didn't turn out very well. It works better. The, the Revenge of the Sith fight, it's like all they need to do was finish in that control room. And then go outside, and then that was it. They didn't need to do jumping on the lava and the droids and the boats, and then the thing falling over and swinging back. All of that needed to go away. Should have just figured out how to just. They had a, they all, they both explode at the beginning with a flurry of activity, and you could see the yeah. emotion. And then it just all that emotion drains away because it goes on too long.
0: Yeah, they don't show the coffee break in between it, do they? <laughs> Well, that's the a, that's,
1: that, well, there was a coffee break in the Phantom Menace one. You're making my point, man.
0: Oh, yeah, I so, suppose. Yeah, a completely, ridiculously stupid coffee break. That was, yeah, <laughs>
1: But it, it gave it some pacing, and it gave you a chance to catch your breath, and it gave it some context within that fight that helps. Again, all of this is like, you know. Trying to compare comparing. one turd to another turd. I
0: get it. <laughs> yeah, but... the, it's comparing it's a comparing a yeah, um, yeah a, a cat turd to cat sick, you know.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just saying I think the Phantom Menace felt more like an actual movie than the other two do, which feels like somebody filmed it in his garage with some green screen most of the time. And is boring as fuck. The mm-hmm. only good scene in Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion, is when um Palpatine is talking to Anakin. Yeah. And manipulating him—that is a great scene. I'll give it that.
0: Ian McDermott is—he fantastic up, in it.
1: He clearly loves that role. He's having a good time. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck.
0: I mean, why does uh, Yoda uh, give up at the end? He just gives up. Oh, I know. I why? know. Why? Oh, by the sorry, I've just completely messed up the entire galaxy. So I'm just going to go and hide on I'm Dagobah. I'm going to go and hide uh, because that's
1: where I have to be by the fifth movie.
0: Yeah. That was um, the only
1: reason he stopped. That doesn't make any sense at all.
0: Um, but you say about the Phantom Menace being that good. The problem with the Phantom Menace is the not middle part of it. Not as
1: is... bad.
0: Don't put words in <laughs> my not, not as bad. You you love the Phantom Menace more than anything else in the world. Um, <laughs> oh, you fuck. <laughs> There's a quote for the end. Oh, um, God damn. It. But but with it, the middle part of the movie is all like political and everything else. And I mean, he was trying to make a a kids' movie, and yet you're thinking. Yeah, because everybody knows a kid's favourite film is All the President's Men, Uh, you know, as a political thriller. (laughs) You know, kids kids love that. What are you talking about? I love that movie. (laughs) All right, any normal kid... (laughs) <laughs> um, Redford and Hoffman they were bringing their a game in that one <laughs> <laughs> um, But and, and again in in another co- sort of converse way that the whole end battle sequence I remember Lucas saying that he wanted Jar Jar to have this like um, Buster Keaton quality to him and again you're thinking that's great George if you're making a Buster Keaton movie but you're not you're making a Star Wars movie with, with an epic battle and, and Jar Jar is just I mean even the Ewoks at least with the Ewoks you actually felt bad for them when some of them are dying there were a couple of humorous moments but you kind of felt bad for these poor little things that were dying whereas the 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 gungans you would just jar jar was just you're rooting for the droids (laughs) yeah that's right come on he's right there kill him and again another massive massive point about this is who builds a droid army of like millions of droids and has one control ship up in space controlling it (laughs) <laughs> you know, oh, well, I'm just—they blow the ship up. um Yeah, we're well, screwed, I suppose. <laughs> you know, maybe we should put something. A, a you little know, chip you, you know, it's the, the worst.
1: You know, it's the worst part about that. Josh, whedon and Avengers thought, you know, that's a hell of an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very just true. Blow up the ship, yeah. they all die. They're not even robots. They just die. Why?
0: Because, okay. <laughs> The whole opening of the of the Phantom Menace as well, the the bit where he says, "Oh, you know, we need to kill them," and so they use a gas which yeah. you can see. And again, you know, because somebody, I think somebody made the point. Have you ever heard of carbon monoxide? Um, it's completely odorless, odorless colorless. And, yeah, and and it would you kill could, people. You could get but, rid of a
1: hooker really quick. I mean, <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah, that's a play that's kit. A play went over all of this. And I mean, I yeah. don't disagree with any of it. I'm just saying that when people bring this stuff up in, in Phantom Menace, okay, but you could say that even more so in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. They all are nonsense when, when it comes to these plot points or they forget things or that kind of stuff. They all but have that may. problem.
0: Funny enough to me, I think that the Revenge of the Sith have, has got less of them than the other two. Oh,
1: I disagree. <laughs> I just, I, I, oh, there you go. That's what we can talk why, about next why week. Why are Sean. they. Okay, can, <laughs> for one, oh, yeah. at what point did gravity become relative to ship position? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> I, I, if that was the case, how come the uh, people in the Millennium Falcon weren't hitting the ceiling every time Han did one of these? <laughs> right? Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. Then it has to land on a runway in a world where everybody does vertical takeoff and Good landings. Job. Why <laughs> yeah, do they yeah, have a runway? <laughs> what What is this? So I mean, and then they, and then they get up there, and he's all evil, saying, "Yeah, you need to kill him." You need to kill Gauduku. And is just like, just standing there. It's like, hey, wait, whoa, wait, what? He doesn't say a word. It's like, wait a minute, master, wait, hey, he's lying yeah, to you. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't cut yeah. off my head, okay? I didn't know that this yeah. shit was going to happen. No, he just sits there and takes it. I mean, he put I me can, up
0: to this. He put me up to this.
1: <laughs> I, I'd be talking like a, I'd be singing like a canary if it were me. <laughs> and I'm like, going... And, 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 and Anakin doesn't, you know, nothing. Like there's a one point, and I think again I'm gonna keep referencing Plinkett because he did a masterful job. But there's a point where they're like on the, uh, they're having a conference call, right? D- going over the war plan, right? And then one guy says, what about the attack of the Wookiees? They're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. The Wookiees are getting attacked. We better do something about that. He's like, if you want to see a war run by disorganized hippies, here you go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I mean, it. all of the movies have this, okay, to a greater or lesser yeah, extent. Yeah. You can point them out. that the, the nonsense happens. Yes. Phantom Menace. What? We're going to go on separate ships, and then we're going to land on the oh, other I'm side fine, of the yeah. goddamn planet <laughs> to invade the Naboo. Why? You know, you, you what, can, to
0: Obi-Wan? I haven't seen it for days.
1: Don't
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: in the middle of the Earth's core, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I agree. Every one of the movies has these. So I can pick them out. You can pick them up. We can all pick them out. So then you start looking at other things. And I start looking at, am I halfway engaged? And do I like the look of the movie better? I like the look of Phantom Menace better than the digital... Clean ultra clean nonsense of Attack of the clones and Revenge of the Sith.
0: See again, that's so weird because to me, I think that Phantom Menace is the one that looks the worst.
1: Maybe maybe it's because it's filmed on film and it's, it has a little more grittiness
0: and it feels slight it definitely I mean, it definitely it, looks different than the other two. Would you say that? It's it's weird that you say though that it because it was filmed on film because obviously that it was filmed <laughs> on film.
1: Out. He's like, fuck these guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Film, you say it was filmed on film, but then because of the digital compositing that went on it, you know, there are bits when like you can see Jar Jar's feet don't fit the ground and that kind of thing. And I think, yeah, me, that's why it looks. No, but what I'm saying is, is if it was done digitally, it may have looked actually, even if it was too clean, a little better than putting digital effects onto film.
1: Maybe, um, I don't know. It's kind of to me, that's kind of like the stormtrooper bangs his head syndrome. It's kind of like yeah. the, the the imperfections make it feel a little bit more organic, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think that's why it feels a little bit more like a, like an actual film to me. There's there's very little of the two guys walking. Somebody sits on a couch. I don't think that ever happens in this movie. You know, they actually mm. interact with each other in different sceneries and different settings. They're, they're in the cockpit. They're on the ground. They're in Tatooine. They're they're on a a pit stop for the for the what do you call it the pod racers they're in mm. a jungle you know designing out their plans it's never just they're in a hall they're not a blue screen set walking and so it feels a little bit more organic and dynamic again i know we're arguing about which turd was polished the best but <laughs> uh it's it's still it just feels slightly it, I mean, the scale. The scale. We're grading on a hell of a curve here, guys. (laughs) You know. So, but if I had to pick one that actually is okay, that I could stomach watching, it's probably the Phantom Menace. I hate to say it. I never thought I'd say that before, but I just think that's how bad the other two are.
0: Not to um, completely destroy and blow your argument out of the water, but Eggie has just said that I'm with Yoda. Menace is the best of the bunch. So that's. Um, just won my argument. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to defend himself, so I can say what I like. <laughs> ah, I guess you Brits don't stick together. Mm. Not when it comes to something oh, important like Star Wars. Oh, actually, hang, hang on a minute. No, no, I don't.
2: <laughs> All three of them are unwatchable. You guys just haven't realized that yet.
1: No, you you are correct.
2: They are They're not boring. They are They're very tough to watch.
1: We we are. We are trying to find a tiny glimmer of diamond dust in this shit pile, okay? And it's very <laughs> difficult.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, so, I mean, right? We, I do feel bad because we've left Sean quite out of this. So, Sean, <laughs> oh, yeah, what like, like, are your take? Tapped out at one point, like
2: fuck yeah. these guys.
0: <laughs> um, what, what's what's your take
2: on them, Sean? Yeah. They they commit the worst crime at all. They bore me to death. I don't, I can't, I don't like them. They're boring as hell. But I mean, how
0: how would you feel or rate the original trilogy then? It's oh, you guys will get. It's too not mad your at kind it. of. It's no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not your type of movie, is it? There's no rate yeah, in the stars. Yeah, I mean, starters. they
2: don't uh, they don't
0: bore me like if they're on. <laughs> well, we don't TV know what that droid did to Leia.
2: I don't. I mean, you know, if they're on and nothing else is on, I'll I can watch watch them at any point that I happen to. You know, if it's on, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, that's all- I can finish them. I don't ever feel the need. I'm. I've never been like, oh man, I'd really like to watch Star Wars or Empire again. It's been a long time. I don't. I don't care. I guess you could say I'm, I'm neutral on them. I don't think they're obvious. I don't think they're bad. They're just. You know, yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, you know, there's a, there's a certain age and mindset when you saw it if you if you're like myself and probably like yourself george that it became more than a, just a set of movies i well, think the I biggest sin them. that all the prequels or the sequels have done and made them just a set of movies
0: yeah
2: they're lifeless to me you know they just seem so lifeless and i, don't I know, mean fake
0: there's nothing the about that
2: yeah, the prequels is what I'm talking about. Um, see, again,
0: like you say, it's all about your upbringing and what you remember and everything else. Like I say, for me, I've I've always said that one of my first ever memories was watching Star Wars with dad, in our homemade cinema. It was a 400 foot super 8 millimeter cut down version. It was only 16 minutes long, and it was the Attack on the Death Star. And but to me, like I say, it's just the first thing I ever remember, and so I I grew up loving it. And I completely understand how you know I've often said. Um, some some lads at work today were talking about football and stuff, and I kind of wandered over to you know sort of say hello. And then um, they were talking about who's winning, and I was like, mm, boring, and walked <laughs> off. <laughs> but I can relate if to my, that, yeah. If my dad was into football, I'd have been into football, but I my dad was into movies. I
2: don't know. My dad loves sports. Hey, I, uh, I, I can't. Oh, well, you know Star what I mean. Wars, yeah, you I get mean, the influence. You know, I watched Star I Wars it. when they were coming out, too. I, I saw Empire and Jedi in the theatres. But, uh, you know, to me, they were just like, you know, it was like, I think oh, that was neat. And then, you know, by, a, you know, what months would, later, like, I just, I would done, what would you, like. What would you say then
0: was your favorite film growing up then as a kid?
2: Oh, God, probably, um, like, what age? <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, what age, I guess, you know? I don't know. Kind of the like, accused, what, right? Sort of- I no, <laughs> no, love that pinball like, scene. Growing up, you know, my favorite movies <laughs> when I was growing up was this, I, Deliverance, stuff like Predator and and <laughs> RoboCop and uh, the exactly. War movie, you know. Yeah, uh, like those I've are, i I mean,
1: RoboCop's a perfect movie. So, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. got I got a wide range, but Star Wars is kind of this other thing that I don't I've even know always... how to explain
2: yeah I, i've always said and most of my friends are like you you guys you know and in fact my best friend he you know it's it he's as passionate about it as you two and i've always said and my brother was too uh I, i've always says like i've always felt like what did i you know what did i miss <laughs> everybody you know it's like it had such a huge impact on our generation and I'm like, and I've always been like, what, what? A, and that's why I have rewatched them occasionally. It's like, what is it that I'm me so many years about this that I'm missing out on that this made such an impact on so many people. But I'm completely, you know,
0: it's, I, it, that's not just you. I mean, funny enough, I've always been the same with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I completely missed the boat on that. And I know some people think it's like the greatest movie of all time. And I've watched it a couple of times. And I just I just don't get it. Just don't I get like
2: it. it, but I don't. I've never no, 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 no. What I'm saying is,
0: is, no, 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 did. but I, I I, completely understand how some people think it's the greatest film of all time, where it's kind of, I just missed it. And like you say, with the same with Star Wars, that yeah. you know, Me I, and the I, Godfathers.
1: Same deal. Yeah.
2: You haven't you know even that, watched
1: the Godfathers yet. Though, I tried. Right?
2: Yeah, well, I guess that's. I, I would say you had to watch them and then be dismissive before you, you were like, I, Cause I, like, I know, you know. I should.
1: I should. The, the problem right, with that the is, first time is, I did it, they were ambient so I had to.
0: I have to try the again. The problem is, 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 sometimes you get just in your head that it's just not going to be as good as what everybody
2: mouth makes it out to be. Is well, the prob- when, But when I was a kid, you know, it was not like that. Like there was no internet, nobody to talk to. I think there was three, So it wasn't, there it was was three things? High.
1: I think there were three things that perfectly came together with the Star Wars trilogy, especially the first one. That, especially if you're a kid of a certain age or whatever, that made it work. One is that it is a, a perfect hero story journey. So that touches something deep, culturally, uh, emotionally, in 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 the back part of our lizard brains that just.
0: I, works. I was I was I was born and raised on a farm, and I'm still waiting to be radicalized exactly um, by some <laughs> old religious guy to blow up um, something. But, so you know it could happen any day. It could. Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> But it definitely, it definitely it yeah. definitely was
1: a it definitely was a perfect hero's journey. Secondly, if you have a a sci-fi bent to to your you know things that you like to watch, it yeah. it, it it hit that well. And third, it was probably the first movie that ever exceeded our imaginations. Because when mm. we, you know, there were so many things I watched, and you could see the seams, you could see the problems, you could see where technology or whatever just couldn't match what was in your imagination. Well, but Star Wars no, did. Star Wars I was, was the first one that
0: did. The only ex- the only exception to that, unfortunately, we'll say unfortunately, was like two thousand and one, which is not right. a you know a kids' film. Not a kids' film. You know, you wouldn't sit down and watch that when you're eight years old and go, oh well, this is great. Yeah, and you know, certainly by fast. The,
1: by the time I was, you know, by the time Star Wars was in the theaters, you weren't seeing 2001 in the theaters. It was yeah. out, you know, it was gone. Yeah.
0: So, no, But what I mean is, is that film had the technicalities to show what, a, you know, what could be done, but it wasn't a, a sci-fi epic adventure. It was a very deep and meaningful and, and you know, like I say, it's, it, you know, they, they are, you know, they're both sort of science fiction movies, but they're completely chalk and cheese that, you like say, an eight-year-old would not enjoy 2001. Sure. But as an eight-year-old, obviously-
1: you got especially if you're into sci-fi it hit that button hit the hero's journey button that that still resonates even as you get older so obviously there's a lot of deep stuff going on in the original star wars that i think people take for granted and from a special effects i mean it was such an incredible breakthrough there was a race that it made 300 million in 1977 and it was mm. it blew out records that weren't even close mm. at that time
2: um yeah I it, mean, it's a, it, it is an achievement in special effects no doubt about
1: it. No, it, was, it wasn't It was just a, I mean, I mean, a when special effects movie is wonderful, but in, Star Wars was more than that. There's no doubt. In,
2: well, no, but even at the time when somebody said special effects in movies, I, even I, that was the first movie that would pop into my head. Sure. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? And yeah. I, again, you're right. Not taken away from that, but it didn't make $300 million on special effects alone.
2: No, it I'm not hit, saying it, it yet. hit
1: some, it touched a chord. It was a I don't think people anybody that was alive at that time kind of will remember that it was a cultural earthquake. There wasn't anybody that wasn't talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it apart you know, for sure, old old even even your grandma <laughs> talked
2: about it. My I grandma mean, did very much like Star Wars. Everybody <laughs>
1: from old to young, every you <laughs> talked about in school, everybody wore shirts. I mean, they made a disco song. It was everywhere. You people don't know what saturation is until they live during that time.
2: Yeah. Um uh Mad Link says he recently watched Dog Day Afternoon and he liked it. Uh, That's a I I guess one. he just now he just now caught up with the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> I only watched I, it. I don't know.
2: Flash, Flash Gordon he ago. says he says Flash Gordon was just a or uh, Star Wars is just a bigger budget version of Flash Gordon. No, there's I think an you're argument about
0: the original Flash Gordon's Uh, I don't
2: think he's talking about Flashlight, Gordon. You know, the the campy (laughs) Sam Jones version. (laughs) Maybe he is.
0: That one was trying to rip off Star Wars
1: in its own way. Or at least that's what Dino wanted. And uh, he didn't exactly get that, but it's become a very (laughs) appreciated movie in the
2: the past 40 years. I don't know. Maybe a little bit more appreciated than it should be, but it's not a bad movie.
1: Oh, I love it for what, what is. it
0: is. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's fine for what it is, but it's Also, smart.
1: I like Ornella Moody's costumes in most
2: of it. Oh, just, yeah, yeah lovely. Uh, um, Ma- right. <laughs> what about Barbarella? That's another sci-fi uh, masterpiece. You
1: know, I finally watched that. I'm like on, because I remember like as I was growing up, there would be movies where people like geeks or whatever would have Barbarella posters on their wall, right? And it seemed like one of those, it's like, I'd really like to see it. Because it looked kind of, the poster and everything looked kind of cool. And then when I actually watched it, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is never mind think it's always the, the, yeah, the bordering on
2: pure porno in parts of it almost. You, and... get,
1: you get one full frontal of Jane Fonda in her prime and the rest of it is like,
0: oh, this is yeah, terrible. It's just, yeah. Um, the Star Wars space battle scene still look good. Full disclosure, I didn't watch the full stream. Well, why are you commenting, Dan? Um <laughs> You might have already talked about this. <laughs> I didn't mean the ti- in timeline-wise. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it's kind of been ruined by this. Spe- well, not ruined, because I, I think actually the space battle at the end has been slightly improved with the, yeah, the special I think, editions I think it's there. been
1: improved a lot. It, you know, that's the other thing. We talk about the special edition, how much it sucks. It's like, well, there are moments that are mystifying yeah. that they shouldn't do. But there's other things like you're cleaning up all the optical compositing. Um, oh, the the the, 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 the rancor pit. End.
0: The rancor pit in particular would look so much better. so much That better. they'd fix that, yeah.
1: And um, uh, so so there's a lot of things that I'm I'm very happy with. I even am not. I don't mind the the new song at the end. I didn't have anything against Lapti Neck, the the Ewok song when they mm. were singing, but the new song. It's a new piece of John Williams' music. I'm good, you know. I I, I thought it worked. Um, I'd
2: love to shoot one of those Ewoks. <laughs> I mean, just would that and, not and be you, fun you're, to do? You're, you're not
0: talking about yeah. You you're not talking about though in a love scene with Leia, are you? You're talking about actually shooting them.
2: <laughs> now, I mean, take a rifle, go into indoor, and then picking them out of trees is what I'm talking about. Do you have an Ewok okay. gun? Oh, I've got a gun for everything, my friend. <laughs> this is my new Ewok gun. <laughs> if I just turned if I just angled the turned... camera a little bit this way, you guys would be shocked at what is over in this corner. <laughs> and then
1: and then he picks it up and there's it's actually loaded with an actual Ewok. Bang! Bang! <laughs>
0: Again, have you seen that one from Robot Chicken where the guy um, takes the speeder bike and accidentally runs over an Ewok, oh, and this Ewok's so screaming funny. and crying, and he's going, "Look, no, man, I know it hurts, but keep it to yourself." And then he, <laughs> he ends up, he ends up like beating it to death, and he's sort of like he's got blood everywhere, and he's beating it to death, and he's going, "Oh man, oh, oh like this," and then he turns around and all these Ewoks are just <laughs> watching him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Robot I, I, I really cried the first spot. time I watched that that one. It Did was you really? It was so dark. It was so it, odd. No, in, in so laughing, funny. not because I was yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, I thought you were really touched. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: what did you,
2: think what, about, you what did you think about the ending of Old Yeller? I bet you thought that was a laugh right? didn't you? You know, dog needed to go. Uh, <laughs> you know,
0: I, I was funny enough that people keep talking about like Marley and me. Uh, 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 is it Marley and me, the one with the dog? Yeah. Um, and I watched that, and all the way through, when the dog died, I thought, finally that thing was a pain in the ass it was just nothing but trouble <laughs> old yeller i watched and i, I was a little tearful because i only watched it and i think last year and i was a little tearful because i actually thought oh you know and, and it was a good dog whereas marley and me it was just just i would have, I would have strangled it by that point <laughs> at some point in the film that's how heartless i am
1: well <laughs> i mean you're supposed to love the ewoks return of the jedi I don't know if you know this. There's a Star Wars drinking game, and they one one of the things like you drink if if Leia yeah. is is uh, wearing you know completely covered from head to toe, drink, drink twice if she's wearing gloves, drink three times if she's almost <laughs> totally nude. Uh, one of the things is drink when an ewok when a single ewok dies and the camera lingers longer than when the Death Star explodes, <laughs> killing millions of people. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen seconds, count them.
0: But the Ewoks are cute. We don't know what Stormtroopers look what? like under their helmets. We're... They might all be ugly.
2: I remember there being some TV movies or something that had the Ewoks um, in them. Ewok Adventure thinking? and
0: yeah, the Caravan yeah. of Courage. Of Courage, yeah. They are terrible. I You're, mean, they, you got the sequel movies, is
1: a the sequel is ballsy. The first movie is all about the brother and the sister. Teaming up with the Ewoks to rescue their parents, and they finally get back together as a family. In the sequel, um, a (laughs) marauding band comes over and murders the entire family except for the little sister within the first five minutes (laughs) of the film. That's pretty based. (laughs) Wow. We're not playing around here, are we?
0: (laughs) And, yeah, it was still quite cute, Uh, a movie (laughs) sort of thing, even though that happens in the first five minutes. (laughs) Oh man, I haven't seen that for a long time. I'll tell you what else we haven't mentioned. Somebody mentioned it earlier on the chat is um with the with the prequels. I mean uh, let's us about. was gonna s-
1: say that that's what David Fitcher got the idea for Alien Three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Lucas, he was odd to something. <laughs> um but let's talk about um Rogue One and Solo.
2: No, let's not.
0: Because Solo, I didn't <laughs> think was as bad as I was. It was going to be. I mean, again, far from. Okay. You know, okay. Let
1: me ask you, George. Is Solo better than any of the prequels?
0: I gotta say yes. Um. Do you know what I would? I would still say Attack of the Clones is still worse than Solo. I if I had to watch. I don't, I think they're all worse them, than Solo.
2: Yeah, oh, that's what he said. You just said yeah without realizing you agreed with him. What do you what do you mean? It's Oh no, no,
0: no. I'm just trying to think where I wrong because He just picked one as worse than No, solo. I mean I'm saying all three solo. Um to be fair actually, I think if I had the choice of watching like the four of them, then yeah, I probably would pick solo to watch again because I think it is it's it's a much more accessible yeah. Yeah, it's, it makes more sense. Woody Harrelson, he's brilliant in it. It's not. Um, it's
1: not. It's a nice little heist movie. It's got some problems and it's a bit slow and it' too much yeah. of, oh, what's your name? I don't have a name. Well, we'll call you Han so. Solo. Oh, fuck me so yeah Um, here's how he got his gun
0: and no friends and no friends
2: we're gonna call you
0: (laughs) what's your name chewbacca well we're gonna have
1: to come up with a name because i can't use that shut up
2: you know that you guys very rarely mention those two movies to the point that they must not be something because you i forget they even exist and you guys never (laughs) you guys never refer to them when you're talking about star wars you you talk about the sequel movies that you hate more than you've ever mentioned, those two. Yeah, those they, don't. You,
1: you know, you you they don't. You know, you got They don't register.
0: Movies. Yeah,
1: they don't register, really, though. That That That's is a, a, that is a uh, point. Partly because they don't have any... It's not anything to do with the main Skywalker saga, for the most part.
0: But also, it is like with Rogue One. It was kind of... Again, you're making a movie where you know what's going to happen at the end, so I wasn't really that invested in the characters. George,
2: it's the journey, not the ending.
0: Well, no, no, but that's what I mean. Is If you know what the ending is, though, then it's not the journey, is it? If you know they're going to die at the end, then why get in? It's like, why, why, why? You just don't get it, it? man. You just don't get it, man.
1: So do you like Rogue One? Because I really wasn't expecting everybody to just die at the end we knew that was going to happen (laughs) no i didn't know that those 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 rebels might have gone on and done other things elsewhere in the rebellion we didn't i didn't i never got the feeling because if if it's all based on the opening crawl of star wars you say okay uh rebels have stolen plans from the death star and beamed them over that's all you get right so, you know, I never got the idea. And they died horribly. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't I didn't expect. How do they all. die in
2: the movie? How do they
0: die in the movie? They're just all on the planet and it gets blown up by the Death Star. Oh, well, that's kind of lame.
1: Well, many of them died prior to that screaming. Instead of just <laughs> yeah. waiting for the Death Star. Just the last two got wiped out by the Death Star much more
0: painlessly. Uh, Maddox has just said that Carl Katarn is the one who stole the Death Band stars, and as I remember, that was in the game um, Dark Forces. Yeah, one of them, and yeah, that's true. But yeah, he's not mentioned in Rogue One at all. Now he's no all... canon. They wipe their ass with the expanded universe. You know that. And again, just why do that? If you've got a, a whole, you know, you wouldn't do that with with history. You wouldn't,
2: <laughs> because it probably would cost more to use those
0: problems. No, 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 have, you, no, have, no, you, have you
1: looked at a public school lately? I was
0: just going to say. I was just going <laughs> to say. See, this is how bad, and awful my thoughts are. That's kind of like saying that the um, uh, what do you call it? The um... oh bloody hell, brain.
2: This is what happens when you talk about Star Wars for too long. <laughs> Your brain starts to rock I, I can not hear the
1: windows sound. Boom, boom, boom.
0: Oh, that's right. Right, I got it now. And um, that's kind of like saying that the Holocaust never happened.
2: <laughs> wow, you couldn't think of it.
0: <laughs> I kept thinking it was called the Apocalypse. but He was like, what, what is, is that if, thing
2: called that everybody always exaggerates if, if about? And... anybody is
0: listening from
1: YouTube, we, are, we, we do believe the Holocaust happened. Yeah, that
0: is just a joke that we are trying for a, a I, I was just saying that, like I say, that you wouldn't erase that from history, though. And so, you know, like I say, why change the canon of Star Wars is exactly the same
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, that George, not George Lucas, compares uh, Disney not using some uh, comic books after a movie is, is equal to uh... a. <laughs> As, as all. I, I, I,
1: I'd say your, uh, I'd say your perspective and your your ability to keep things in in
2: reality. In reality,
1: and... I think you've you've got spot on there, George. I think you got a fine. real
2: handle. You got a real handle on reality, George. Yeah, That's absolutely. Two world wars and one World
0: Cup, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> that old English chestnut of a song. <laughs> uh oh, Right, so, no, yeah, obviously that was quite a quite a bad example, but that's just <laughs> the way my brain works. It's, master it's with, master
2: it's hang, of understatement, uh, the English yeah, was, right uh, there.
0: No, uh, it's just hanging around with Sean too much, is what it is. Mean. <laughs> that's
2: probably true. I, I, don't, I don't know,
1: the, the Star Wars, when you say the Expanded Universe canon, I mean, I don't know I don't, what they should have kept and what they shouldn't have. There was some shit in that expanded universe I mean I'm not gonna lie there was some really bad stuff in there there was some good stuff but it it had sprawled out I mean if you were going to try to make anything new I mean you're talking these 150 200 million dollar movies you're gonna try to to slide into this ridiculous Bible of Canon beyond mm. the movies and the TV shows but then, so I could uh, I'm, I'm to all, a point honestly, I could kind of understand it.
0: To a point, though, the canon made sense and everything was kind of, uh, I don't want to say pre approved, but approved by Lucas so that it kind of all fitted in. Is this going to, to, to this fit canon. with
1: Wilfred Brimley's character, and Caravan? And Car- oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <All> right, fuck. Write <laughs> this out. Right there. They never would have got the movie off the ground. You know what? Now I'm on board. That's, I think they should they have just, kept the canon. They never would have got a movie on board, and we wouldn't have these fucking discussions.
2: They didn't want to pay the original authors and whatever. That's that's the only yeah. reason they did it. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's, that's the only reason. Yeah. Sim- right. simple as. Well, they would I, have think, had I think part of
1: it was they didn't want to try to figure out how to fit it in. That would have been a lot of work. And we know these people are lazy, lazy people.
0: I can imagine. I can imagine. I think it was Timothy Zahn who wrote the um, Thrawn trilogy, which is a good trilogy and one of the rare books I've read. Um, it It was a decent trilogy, but I can imagine Disney approaching him saying, right, how much do you want for us to buy the thrawn trilogy so that we can make them into films. And and Timothy's Anton around and saying, actually to be fair, you can just make a small donation to a school or something, maybe fifty dollars, and Disney going, No, screw it, we'll do our own <laughs> no, no. No, 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 <laughs> Well they had yeah,
1: to push I, the, if they, they, I would to push love to see amazing, them so. I would love to see a properly adapted um and it could do it in in computer animation just fine i'd be fine with that but a properly adapted uh Zon trilogy i think it'd be great mm.
0: yeah it would be like i say that
1: those are my such sequels a
2: great you guys, yeah, veer- absolutely. you guys are veering off into super dork territory here i just wanted to <laughs> i just wanted to let you know before you, you knew what started. this was <laughs> you i don't think get a then, safe so- word
0: I, yeah your safe word is i
2: love star wars <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'll never say
2: it <laughs> i know that's and, the old bait and switch he would be like oh well good we'll go another hour <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah we have we've we've kind of discussed the fact that yeah the prequels aren't this i still know better but i mean c- you know when you th- compare them to the sequel trilogy they are master Pieces of work because the, the sequel trilogy is just awful, which will be but, discussed next week for two hours with Sean, our host. <laughs> I've never
2: seen them. Oh, I'm you're so lucky.
1: You never seen the sequels?
2: I've never watched the three new ones.
1: oh gosh,
2: envious. You Literally know you could envious. have. I'll, you know you guys could have not watched them yourself.
1: <laughs> Wait, no,
0: but I had to give them a chance. I, I have. Had a, to, I had I to have give a, it a
1: chance. I have a problem. Okay, <laughs> going Apparently. to I, we we talk about a group, and um, you know, hopefully, I will get past this one day.
0: I was sat in the cinema, going, "She rubs the lotion on the skin." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell you what, next week, then, Sean, would you like to pick a topic for us to talk about next week? Yes, I think we're to non- Anything
2: yeah, not- other than this or Star Trek? Uh, any, anything? Literally anything. You can talk about the size of my mom's underwear if you want. Just, <laughs> just no more, no more Star Wars for a while, please.
1: Seems like a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where she buys them? By the way.
2: Mm-hmm. She's very trendy. <clears throat> oh, you wanted to what do heavy metal, to? so he- heavy metal. Yeah, we heavy can do metal. that. George wanted to do that. I guess a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we metal. That. What okay, do you guys? Then.
1: What do you guys think? Heavy metal. Heavy metal. We'll heavy metal. Yeah. Well, else what else you comes think? Up. <clears throat> I am going to try to go watch. I might go try to go watch tonight uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I do. You're getting
2: good it. reviews. A lot of people are. It's not out over here. Damn it.
1: I like uh, Michelle uh, Yeoh a lot. Me too. And um, so I thought that might be fun. But uh, I don't know.
0: Is there anything else? I still want to see The Northman,
2: uh, which I'm going uh, Dean watched it and said it's terrible really yeah he said it was absolutely boring and terrible but i i don't know did i'm he, expecting it to be slow and well he no he said it had a little bit of wokeness in it too yeah yeah, yeah. so right the, the
0: vikings is white did they
2: well he said there's some bit about slavery like some you know commentary on slavery or something they're shoved in at the end very apparently it's very uh you know out of place to you know out of, hmm. out of that's disappointing um, I had I'm, high hopes for it too, because I was like, "Oh, I want to watch it." And he watched it first. He's like, "Nah, because nah, nah. I even uh, I gave him an invitation to write a review of it for the, you know, for the website, and he was like, "I don't know if I can finish it." <laughs> he, he was watching like, I, don't, "I don't know if I can finish this crap." And at the end, they all lived happily
0: ever after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all sailed away blood. off into the sunset. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that was Lord of the Rings. Sorry, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also covered in blood yeah all right then well uh i guess oh shit guys we haven't talked about the best prequel of all the star wars christmas special now i'd like to talk Uh about the guys where are you going guys guys i guess i guess i'll just all right well thanks for watching the stream we will see you next week don't forget to like, share, subscribe. You can reach us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com and visit the website lastmovieoutpost.com. Guys? Oh.